All right. Welcome back to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I am Kevin, and today I have a quick uh, uh, audible. I Peyton Manning this bitch. I, I yelled Omaha at, at uh, my friend 30 times until he realized I needed him to record on the podcast with me uh, because of scheduling issues with uh, Jeff and I. So so today I got my homie doing a stand-in list, uh, list-a-sode. And now you can say who you are. Hey, uh, Charles here. <laughs> Charles, <laughs> really? Actually, you know what? That's a perfect for what I was going to say. Charles is going to be attempting to do his best uh, 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 radio host from uh, uh, what the shit's the, the public access radio that we're NPR. You're listening to CHAR FM. Yeah, NPR. he's going to do his best uh, NPR voice uh, radio host to avoid peeking on his microphone because even though we turned the volume on it down it didn't care it just kind of really wants to be heard so we'll move through with that and hopefully the audio is what it is and i'm fine i've put out some pretty sketchy stuff on this so yeah we'll send it we'll make do but i've got my glass of uh fruit juice and we are gonna do i actually so i remember when i said we when you know i was like i want to do a list together but it's got to be one jeff didn't prepare Apparently, Jeff at some point had put best albums on our list. We have a Google Keep together. So I'm sorry, Jeff. That was really far down, and I had not checked the list since then. So we're doing top five albums. And we didn't specify specifically music. Mine's all music, though. Mine's also all music. Yeah, I, I, I actually was tempted to put a comedy one on here, and I just... I just I just didn't. I like it was. It just didn't make it. It didn't even make the not worthies. Like I just didn't get it. But uh, we could always actually. My HM is a little controversial. I've got one controversial pick, as I am always tend to do. Uh, um, I could have included a comedy album here. I didn't really think about it. Well, there's also um a couple. Of, there's a there's a few ways to cheat the system here. Um, because the implication was artist, you know, albums. And you can uh, get a little, uh, you can play with it a little bit if you're really... Right, like a Bob Ross album, that kind of artist. Yes, but that's not what... Could you imagine just listening to Bob Ross in the car? I absolutely would. I I was, I regretted it after I asked. You do seem like a Bob Ross in the car kind of guy. But that's not what I'm talking about at all. He's so soothing. He's so wise. Is he, though? He, you know what it feels like to me? And this is, I'm, I'm not preface i'm not a bob ross hater i'm not trying to say that the praise for bob ross isn't deserved it is the man's incredible and you know blah 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 blah. he's a he's a he's a mr rogers s character that deserves praise but isn't he like almost a little condescending in his delivery like he's not because he's telling you to be proud of everything and oh it's beautiful and mistakes happen and blah, blah happy little accents and but it's almost like he's like yeah, you fucking suck. Like, it's okay to suck, but you suck. But no, like, be happy about how much you suck. He's he's condescending in how self-assured he is. Yes, that makes more sense. That's a better way to put it. I I always just got an air for around him of like, man, you just, you fucking know you're awesome. It's really annoying me that you're so in tune with how cool you are. It's really bugging me. You gotta be a confident man to have an afro like that. 
That's true. That I mean, he rocked that his whole life. I I would have to assume it wasn't even like a we. <laughs> but hey, Robert, Robert, we need a hook for your show. I get it. You're the peaceful <laughs> painting guy, but we really need something to pull in the viewer. I doubt it was the accident. Uh, yeah, I doubt it was that. It was just something that worked itself out. But no, not the point. All right, top five albums. Uh, because. Uh, you're not part of the rotation for Jeff and I. It doesn't matter who goes first. We don't have to stick to the who went first thing that Jeff and I have been doing. It can be whatever you want. Uh, so would you rather go first or second? Um, yeah, I'll go first. So, uh, my That means five... I go last. That's fine. You can go okay. last. Okay, and it's not number fives. You gotta do your not worthies first. Oh, okay. Well, I just scrolled down these not worthies right before this. Uh, and a couple of these not worthies I considered putting on my list, especially the second one. Um, my first not worthy is Best of Garth Brooks. Ooh. Uh, I had one. a, I had like a whole summer, actually probably closer to like five months where, um, I was hanging out with Lucas Davis, a friend of ours, and, uh, we were driving around in his shitty beat up car and we were listening to the Best of Garth Brooks nonstop. Everywhere we went, it was a uh, it was like the soundtrack to five months of our lives. Uh, and and the 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 benefit to that is he only has like fifteen number ones, so you just get him in a best of, and you don't even have to care about the rest of his discography. You just nail it with the best of hits. I mean, because you're always gonna flip to those tracks on any of those el- other albums of his anyway. Which, even though I was using that as a snide remark to, towards Garth Brooks, it's really true of just about any artist that I love. Like, even the ones I love the most, I would still be very happy with a best of list. But I'm going to stick with the attitude towards Garth Brooks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to really just kind of go with that remark first. And I'm going to glide right over it as if it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. Uh, what else do you have for honorable mentions? Or, uh, not worthies. So my second not worthy is Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt, um, which I really, really like. I, I like No Doubt quite I a bit. Know, and five, I, I know. They have like five albums that are really, really good. This is the best of them and uh, couldn't quite include it on my list. So I had to put it on I, the not worthies. No Doubt, without a doubt, is one of my least favorite bands. Because uh, it's... this one just... It's, it's, here, to quote, uh, well, alter the quote of Robert California from The Office, it's ska without being ska, it's punk without being punk, it's pop without being pop, it's like this fucking, it's, and the joke from The Office is about the Black Eyed Peas, but that's what they are, to me. They're, they're, they're nothing when trying to be a bunch of different things. Well, if they had done a couple of those things a little better, they might have made my list, but I do like <laughs> yeah, listening <maybe>. to No <laughs> Doubt. Yeah. I, it's like uh, one of the bands that I'll listen to my with my coworker Matt at the office. We'll throw on No Doubt and listen to a couple of songs in a row before swapping to something else. Every time I think and, uh, No Doubt, I'm just thinking of Gwen Stefani solo stuff, which is not and it's not a prop. It's I'm not trying to say I like Gwen Stefani solo stuff. I'm just saying I always tend to f- find myself going that way. Some of it's better. Some of her solo stuff is better than what she did with No Doubt. I think. I mean, Cool was a great song. It is a great song. It's a great song. All right, fine. Uh, No doubt. (laughs) Do you have any other ones? (laughs) Uh, Nope. Uh, I just threw down two not worthies. All right, let me bang out my not worthies. I only have two as well with one that's not a not worthy. So, uh, uh, clarification, or not clarification, asterisk? No. There's a word I'm thinking of. Uh, Disclaimer. Semicolon. (laughs) There we go. Disclaimer. 
my songs about Jane is not on my list anywhere because it's such an easy one that I've already talked so much about on a previous podcast. So I figured for, for the sake of keeping the content uh, spicy, I don't need to talk about songs about Jane for 10 more minutes. So I just left it off the list. It's very, it would very definitely be on there, potentially number one, but I just left it off. Uh, but my not worthies are the Eminem show. Remember, I think I talked about that during the driving that's one. A, about that's a great one. Memories I have of it. The songs around it are incredible. And it just, you know, it's Eminem, so it's great. And the other not worthy, which I actually fought uh, tooth and nail to keep on the list, but unfortunately I just, I could not bear to get rid of anything else. ADHD by Joyner Lucas, which was came out like three years ago. And I hounded you about how much I liked it. And you listened to it a bit. I, I did. I listened to it quite a bit. I liked it that a lot. Album. I, I think it's phenomenal. I just, it couldn't beat out the best of the best of the best, sir, with honors. And what That's a shame, because it is a great album. Yeah, it, so it, the reason why um, is because every other song on this list, including my best ofs, I will not skip a track. Every single song from the beginning to the end, I will happily listen to. Of course, I have favorites. Everyone has favorites. Um, and if you've only got a few minutes, you'll pick yours. But if you're on a car ride and the album comes on, I leave it. ADHD has a few songs that I, like, even though I might love uh, Ten Band or Lotto or I Lied way more than, you know, any given song on some of these, there's so many in-betweens where I'm just like, next. And also, I'm not a big fan of uh, albums with with skits on them, except we'll get to. Um, I'm not a big uh, skits on my album guy, so... ADHD does that a little bit in a way that I don't, I don't care. It has like Chris Rock and Chris Tucker. and uh, That's uh, really funny that you just said that about skits and we'll get to it. I'm looking forward to hearing <laughs> what you have to say to it. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's the, that's what knocked that one off, but we can, we can, we can hit it primed and, and propered uh, with you, with your number five. All right. Um, so my number five, I swapped a couple of different things in and out of this slot. Um, and I ended up landing on something that I thought might be a little bit higher on my list. Uh, I have From Under the Cork Tree by Fall Out Boy, um, which oh, I'll listen even... to straight through. I have... Uh... Go on, go on. I was going to say, we, we even talked about that on the phone, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's on mine. And it's not, like, it's just, it's not on mine, and I, I, now I'm, I'm kind of upset. It's one that I didn't listen to for a really long time, and then I rediscovered it recently, and I uh, listened to it a couple of times, and... It's just it's just such a great album. Uh, a lot of their good hits came from that album. A lot of great songs that weren't hits came from that album. The B sides are good. The A sides are good. Uh, My brother used to play that in the damn car all the time, and it was you know you know I know why that album deserves number five spot. You can't remember the title to any of the goddamn songs. They're like yeah, they're they're paragraphs. Well, except I mean, for like seven minutes in heaven. Sugar, we're going down and dance, dance. The rest of them are like, I asked my lawyer what to name this song. I can't remember what that one is. That one's horseshit. I'm pretty sure that's actually the title to a song <laughs> that might be the full title. Yeah, I don't remember. It was so. I could not remember. I know I I like seven seven minutes in heaven or whatever that one's called. Um, and obviously, Sugar, we're going down is one of the greatest punk songs or pop punk songs oh, yeah. of all time. It's a phenomenal. Oh yeah, definitely. It's definitely pop punk. I I didn't. It's not punk, but it is. And is it emo? And, uh, it's definitely emo. Um, yeah, it's emo. There's probably like, like emo punk. I would say. Um, yeah, I, don't know I mean, I'm no, no, it, it is because emo is just like a subset of punk music, right? Or I, I mean, they're all, or is it rock music? I don't know. Genres get so. Anyways, emo. I'm sorry for derailing. 
Also, a very memorable music video. For which one? Uh, Sugar, we're going down with the 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 deer with the horns. Kids, with the antlers, yeah. yeah, I just remember. I do remember that music video, but I remember the music video for Dance Dance a lot more, where they're literally at a school dance and <laughs> dance dancing. I don't remember that one at all. Look at us. Who'd have thought? <laughs> uh, Who'd I I thought? I like that album way more than I realize I do. As in, it's not in my playlist, and I don't even own the CD, but anytime, like, it comes up, I'm like, I should go... Li-. Like, like if I'm listening to a random Pandora list, and Sugar We're Going Down pops up because it's, like, the 2000s hits or whatever, I'm like, I gotta go listen to uh, under, From Under the Cork Tree. And I do, and I go listen to it, but I never think about it. I forgot about this album for years, and only just started listening to it again recently. It jazzed you right up. Mm-hmm. So, it jazzed me so far <laughs> up. Uh, I did a quick swap because i was not happy with my list and i'm still a little um I'm, i might need to move on more but for now I, i'm gonna lock in number five right which we talked about as well yeezus by kanye west it's it's not i personally don't think it's kanye's best album i don't even think it's like in his top three but it's my favorite because it's fucking it's hype track dude it's hype track from start to finish uh, uh i'm in it is insane uh uh i am a god is one of my favorite songs ever you know that song you know that song i'm a god is about him not being uh accepted into the fashion industry hmm, that's interesting so he he kanye wanted to be a, a fashion icon he still does and he is um and he was like uh he basically went directly to uh, what's the big fashion show in in milan it's like the biggest fashion show of the year. whatever he went right to them was like hey i'm gonna put something in your in your show and they're like no he was but i'm kanye like i'm gonna do this and they were <laughs> they were just nope you 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 don't you've never worked in fashion you have nothing in your name uh and and that's what spurred him to start the yeezus line of shoes and clothes and all that shit which i, I mean regardless of what you think of them because they're very very overpriced and whatever they sold insanely well and were sold out always and it's like a multi-million dollar brand now so i am a god is literally kindly being like hey fuck you you should have let me in look what i did i had uh three kanye albums on my list that i whittled down to my top five uh so there's there's some good you turned three kanye albums into a top five list <laughs> so that gets me to my number four no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> i i i there, there's only like one kanye album i don't like no, that's not true. I like them all. There's one I haven't heard, and it's it's uh, the most recent Donda 2. So I guess I like them all. Because I was about to say Life of Pablo is not that good, and then I remembered, no, 30 Hours is one of my favorite songs. And then uh, I was going to think uh, King, uh, God is King or Jesus is King. That was actually, it was a gospel album, which ain't really my cup of tea. It was a really freaking good gospel album, though. So, uh, yeah, Kanye is the greatest, dude. Kanye is the greatest. I still He's prefer crazy. old Kanye. Yes, I still prefer old Kanye to new Kanye. And when I say that, I mean his music, and I don't mean his personality. Uh, no, no. I the would statement prefer... applies to both. Yeah, yeah, I think it works both ways. He actually, I don't remember the song, but he says that in, in a song. He's like, they tell him me, they, I, think it, I think the exact line is they say and they miss that old Kanye um, in the song. And he's just like, go fuck yourself, people evolve. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'm, which preference is irrelevant. It's more so the people disrespecting him. But um, old Kanye is definitely more lyrically charged but he became like there's a reason he has the the ego of being the producer he is it's because he became a fucking incredible producer and you can you can hear that in the songs 
I just liked his clean, neat samples on his old albums and some of the it's, stuff that it's, he did. It was... It's super, like, he tried to do it himself. I mean, he didn't. He always had a team. But it was, it was super, like, a basic beat, whatever he took it from. And then, like, he's not the strongest lyricist, but it was very consistent lyrics throughout. And he got more experimental as time goes on. Like, Graduation, where he did, like, the Daft Punk stuff. Um, and he did the T-Pain songs and whatever. And then 808s and Heartbreak was obviously a massive departure and so on and so forth. I, I love Kanye, dude. And he spawned a lot of other uh, rappers that were like doing the same kind of thing after he did it. Like Common, for instance, was a was a rapper that kind of spun and, off of the Kanye well, stuff. Well, well, they happened kind of together. They did a ton of uh, they did a ton of um, what do you call them features on each other's albums for a while there at the beginning. Um, Common was a little big before him because of his poetry and stuff like that. But Common's a huge rapper too in his own right. I mm-hmm. love those guys. I really like Chicago rap now that I think about it. Not the point. Me too uh you're number four all right so uh my number four is what i would consider one of the best albums of all time and i think that if you gave most people the opportunity to make a top five list this would probably show up on a lot of people's um rumors by fleetwood mac uh oh yeah i forgot you were a fleetwood mac guy i do i love i i I I said that with like a low snarky i didn't mean that it's not fleetwood Macs, whatever they're legends i just like when you said it, i was like that's right this uh this album i mean you'll probably have that reaction to a lot of things that i put on this because that's just the way that i am we like vastly different types of music (laughs) we do we do like vastly different types of music but um this this album there's just a lot of great songs that come from it uh it's classically one of the best albums like most people would regard this as one i'm gonna look up the track list really quick because i don't personally know it rumors fleetwood there we go Fleetwood um, Mac's the band that uh, there's, we're there's all banging a lot each other at all songs. times, right? Yes, uh, they're all banging each other, and they're breaking up with each other, and they're breaking up the band, and then they're getting back together, and then they're all banging Stevie Nicks, and they're swapping off. It was very. How could you not? To be fair, it, yeah. I, well, I really, really like Stevie Nicks. There's, yeah, Stevie Nicks is phenomenal. She um, can still get it. Had, it. That's a fact. It had the chain on it. Um, there's just a lot of songs. Once it, you look through the track list, you'll see is, that there's. A is ton that of stuff. the one that um, has from the, the meme, the the cranberry juice meme that went viral of the Mexican dude skateboarding down the road? I have no idea because <laughs> I did not see that viral meme. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. You, the, the, he, oh God, hold on! Don't no no! I can do this. Um, your freedom, where you? Uh, Ah oh, shit! Uh, who um, am keep me down? No, no, that's that's dreams. Um, yeah, isn't which that is on also that album? very famous? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Isn't that song on that? that yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. that song is on that album. Yep. All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then uh, the chain is a song that even if you don't recognize it instantly, like if you're not a Fleetwood Mac fan, you'll hear it in tons of things. It's in movies. It's in shows. Whenever something gets really dramatic, they throw the chain into there to make it even more dramatic i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna look it up really quick and listen to it because i i actually don't know that song and i want to know dreams is the first one the chain there it is okay i'm gonna i bet you i know it but i don't know it off the top of my head uh it's like the peaking moment in the second guardians of the galaxy movie when they're flying around like fighting his dad uh that song is the backtrack to that. It's the backtrack to a couple of other things that I know. Okay, uh, I know this song. Um, Guardians Two is one of my least favorite MCU movies. Although I don't think it's one of the worst. It's just too. one of my. It's just one of my least favorites. It's it's one of my least favorites too. Um, mm. Though Guardians of the Galaxy are probably my favorite uh, MCU. Guardians One is incredible. Ever. Two is also very good. I just I personally found it corny as fudge. I was like, ah, oh. mm-hmm. 
Oh, oh except it, it did have two of the like most emotional beats in all of the MCU, so I'll give it that credit. It was a very powerful um, story-driven or character-driven movie as opposed to the MCU style of story-driven movies. So I was down with they that. had. They had a couple of missteps in it too, like plot devices that didn't well, really seem to on- go anywhere. Honestly, when when uh, Quill turns into a Pac-Man, I was like, I'm out. because <laughs> yeah. like uh, don't get me wrong i get it he finds out he has god powers and he has to use what he knows in his various you know grew up in the 80s like oh guess what he loved pac-man as a kid and he turns into a huge pixelated pac-man for like two seconds and and you're just like what like wh-? it's just it's just really on the nose with his whole shtick of hey i'm quirky but look how cool i am yeah yeah it's bullshit chris prattness even though i bet it wasn't his idea i'm just gonna blame him it was definitely his idea. Yeah, he deserves the blame too. He's kind of a tool bag nowadays. Um, All right, let's let's hear yours. Number four. right, right, moving down the list. Correct. Uh, so I have to move it. Hold on, I'm, I don't have to. I'll just type the number um, that I'm flipping it to. I'll move that one to number two and this one to number four. Okay, my number four, which was previously my number two, is um, twenty one by Adele. Oh, that's a great one. That one should have been on mine. Yeah, I don't sugarcoat my love for Adele. I think she is the greatest female voice and one of the greatest voices of all time. She might, you know what? I'm, fuck it. No, she's the best voice in my opinion of all time. She, her singing is incredible. Twenty One's obviously the one that's all about the breakup. You know, that's that's the her husband or boyfriend, husband, whatever the person who left her. Um, it's all about that. And some of the songs though, like boppy hits like rumor has it and then the like really powerful big sweeping ones like rolling in the deep and then super emotional ones like someone like you it just every song head to toe i'm gonna look up the track list just in case uh because i want and, to and everybody loved her um just because of her turning table I talent, her it. voice her voice is so powerful well the reason why 21's more my favorite than than any of her later albums because 25 was great and i i have not heard the most recent one which is what 30 or something what is it I don't even remember. Or is 25 the most... Re- I don't uh, know 32 and a half. There we go. That's what it is. Um, the 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 songs are very, like... How do I say this? And Adele actually... T- we were watching an interview, Franny and I were, of Adele when the newest album came out. Um, the songs were very, like, like uh, song-right-y. I, I don't know how to say it. Her new songs. Every single one has the, like... Uh, a poppy chorus that's trying to hook you and the and the quirky uh ad libs in between and and the very elaborate vocal changes like mariah carey type stuff and you're like okay you're making pop songs now which is dope you're always have been a pop star but before it felt like you were like you know writing out stories in your songs it felt very deliberate versus now it feels very formulaic i guess I actually really specifically remember visiting your house in Wilseyville um, with you and Franny, and we built a blanket fort, and we played a bunch of Mortal Kombat for like two straight days, and uh, we listened to this album a number of times. I that. cannot stress how many times I've heard this album, and I just remembered that, yeah, uh, there's a cover of uh, my personal favorite version of the song, and I like to pester a good friend of mine about it. Uh, her version of Love Song is phenomenal. Yeah, um, better than the cure. I agree. 
Uh, well, it's a cover of the 311 song, Love Song, so... Right, of That's the... Patrick, song. my buddy Patrick, loves The Cure, and I didn't know that The Cure was the original Love Song six, eight years ago when I heard Adele's uh, Love Song, but I did know 311, <laughs> so I was like, she covered 311's Love Song? This is incredible, and he was just so mad at me. So now, every single time the song comes up for whatever reason, or I just think about how I can annoy him with it, I'm like... Oh man, what's your favorite version of the 311 song Love Song? Because mine is Adele's cover. It's just so good. And then he gets mad at me, and it's great. And and just going back to that Blanket Fort in Wilseyville, if this was a top five <laughs> list of Blanket Forts, that would probably be that would be one three. of them. That that would definitely be in the top three. I'm that was a, a good Blanket Fort. I'm a big Blanket Fort guy. I still I know, make them. I, I take pictures and share them online all the time. I still make them. I fr- I'm not giving that up. It's also, it's phenomenal, and I love it. I also really just like confined spaces for for hangouts for like playing games and stuff. Like I don't want to be in the living room sitting across the couches and like ba- away from the TV. No, I want to like go into a closet and bring like a 19-inch tube TV and put it at the end and then just hunker down. Like that's my version of of hanging out. It's intimate, it's ergonomical. <laughs> it checks yeah. all the boxes. Yeah, yeah. Easier to heat, easier to cool. I'm just saying, if you need to access something, your Cheeto bag is right at your feet. Boom, right in your hands. We can do like we did um, back in, um, it was when we were living across the street from my grandma when we moved back from Texas. And we uh, we rented uh, Prisoner of Azkaban and mm-hmm. played Kung Fu Chaos on Xbox. And we alternated between the two, which isn't the most memorable part for me. Most So we watched uh, Prisoner of Azkaban f- five times, four times? Yeah, we watched that five, movie. Five, a that, lot of times. That night, we would play the movie, about two hours and 20 minutes of movie, something like that. And then we'd play like an hour of Kung Fu Chaos. And then we'd watch the movie. And then we'd play Kung Fu Chaos. And then we'd watch the movie. And we did this until about six in the morning. The memorable part for me is we got my mom to buy us a 24-pack of orange soda. And we were just <laughs> chugging orange sodas so that we would keep going to the bathroom so that we'd stay awake. I don't know if you remember that part of it. That's very vivid in my mind. We were like, dude, we can't go to sleep. We're going to chug soda all night so that we're both jacked up and always have to use the restroom because that way we don't go to bed. That was the, that's the best. That's you the know best. what? I should have realized that as a red flag for a future drug problem. I should have been like, this is it. This is kind of what kind of <laughs> kicks this up. That's on me. You know what? I'll accept that blame. <laughs> the 24 a, pack of orange soda when a, when, a, when a 13 year old is concerned with caffeinating themselves up so they can stay up through the night in a very aggressive manner we should probably look at that a little bit more sternly <laughs> next time but you, you know I, things <laughs> if i ever have kids i'm keeping an eye on that <laughs> yeah you're only buying them a 12 pack so that they don't get out of hand <laughs> That was that's one of my favorite memories of all time. I still talk about it because I I that's went one out of my, my way. Memories of all time too. I went out of my way to find Kung Fu Chaos on disc again so I could play it again. Which unfortunately my Xbox is broken, my original. But now I'm gonna get another original Xbox and I'll be able to relive it. So I'm very excited. All right, um, that was your number four. Yep. All right, my uh, number four. No, uh, that was my number four. Just that did, was, yeah, that was yeah. your number four. You so, just did twenty one. Yep. So now you're number three. All right. Um. This is another example of how our musical tastes are not similar. Uh, my number three is Samstown uh, by The Killers. Uh, there's like, I hate The Killers. There are like three The Killers albums that are some of my favorite albums. This is my favorite of those. Um, yeah. I tried to 
I would have put two The Killers albums in this top five list. Uh, Your top five could have been three Kanye's and two Killers, and you chose to do this. I can't believe it. And I would have been happy with it too. Uh, but this this one had a few hits on it. Um, but it has it's just which, got like which, a. Is that the one that has Mr. Brayside? Um, no, that's Hot Fuss. Uh, okay. No, it probably doesn't have any hits that you recognize. Well, maybe it does. Um, uh, hold on, let me pull up the track list real quick, and I'll see. Did if you know? Uh, here I don't I know the recognize. official stat here, but for the sake of of, I remember Jake telling me it, and then we looked it up, and I don't remember the numbers. Did you know? Mr. Brightside holds the records for most times coming off and getting back onto the Billboard Top 200, Top 100, Top 200, whatever it is that their, their top is. Because every summer for over a decade, it would come back on the list and at the end of the summer, go away. And they can't explain it. It didn't get more radio play. It wasn't <laughs> featured in movies. It just like... I don't know. June rolls around and everyone's just like, just just thinking about taking <laughs> drags off Price cigarettes side? and stuff. Yeah, it just it hits and you're just like, wow, what a song. The only other person who likes the Killers as much as I do, I think, is uh, Cody Medrick. Loves the Killers. Uh, he's a Killers guy, huh? He is. He is actually the one guessed. that got me. He got me into the Killers. Uh, he had me start listening to their albums in high school, and that's how I got into the Killers. You could um, say that with like thirty different connotations about Cody getting you into the Killers, and I'd believe them all. Yeah, doesn't um, matter what the Killers is in this scenario. Cody got you into them. He and got I believe me into it. the Killers. He yeah, got me into I'm, the I'm there. Frickin it's cousin. like he got me. It could be a shady nightclub called the Killers. It could be a, a TV show. Uh, a literal club full of killers. You know? He could just be talking about his fascination with serial killers. He got me into uh, the killers. He got me into the killers. Yeah, no, um, I believe it he, all. There's only one hit from this song, I think. Um, or yeah, one hit one. from this album. Uh, and that's When You Were Young. Uh, and you may or may not know that one. No, um, no, I definitely again. know When You Were Young. That's one of theirs that I don't mind. I hate the 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 uh, dancing boy or some shit. The... Oh. Uh, that started, that's, that got into, like, the later albums. I kind of stopped listening to The Killers when they transitioned to that style of music. The Killers um, songs, I'll tell you exactly what it's called in just It's really just the first three The Killers albums that are really, really phenomenal, and after that, they drop off hard. Yeah, um, I hate for Human. Me Human's annoying as hell. I don't want to hear that song ever again. Yep, I don't like that song either. Uh, when You Were Young was fine. Somebody Told Me's obviously a banger. Mr. Brightside, of course, a banger. These are on Hot Fuss. I'm just looking through them. Uh, most people on... would only know songs from Hot Fuss and then yeah. when you were young, I think. Uh, yeah. Looking at this track list, there's probably no other song from this that you would know if you didn't know this album. I, my problem with The Killers is my same problem I have with things like uh, One Republic or things I have uh, with The Goo Goo Dolls or Matchbox 20. It is the most inoffensive you know i have the perfect word it's milk toast dude it is milk uh, toast music yep so most of the killers hits are milk toast music the killers is a b-track band they're a band that you uh have to delve into their side stuff in order to get into they make hits for the sake of hits and then do their music on the other side i'm pretty sure even they don't like their biggest hits like, they're, they're <laughs> i one would of those... believe that they're one of those bands that gets up on stage and everyone's like, play Mr. Brightside. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, uh, this is what we amount to. 
Um, uh, one, two, three, somebody told me you had a boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then they walk off stage very bitter. It's like, uh, did you hear the uh, travesty that is uh, Smash Mouth nowadays? About a year ago. I have not heard any Smash Mouth. I didn't even yeah. know they were still doing stuff nowadays. Yeah, they kicked the lead singer out of the band because he basically spent, they would do like state fairs and like public event type shows you know shows and that he aren't would, shows. and he would have five people planted in the audience that yelled <laughs> do all-star no he would he would get belligerently drunk and then berate the people in the audience and like mumble his way through walking on the sun and just like not be a part of anything uh he really he really he really botched it at the end there but anyways uh, this isn't about smash mouth although they are my number one spoiler alert um no, uh, i did love walking on the sun though uh yeah, all right yeah. my number three yeah. hmm, i might need to do a quick no 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 more course correct just stick with it you put it at three you made a change already my number three is trilogy by the weekend bet you never heard oh. it. uh actually i did but only because you told me to and i was <laughs> because to you it. told me to <laughs> it is his slowest music it's his most depressing his music it's his most drug riddled music but because of that, it's, like, his most raw, if that makes sense. I was also insanely depressed when I found The weekend. So, like, you know how certain music hits certain moods? When I would listen to Trilogy, I was just like, I don't want to be alive. And he would be singing about, like, how he's binged out on cocaine and cheating on his, his girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, I'm living through you. And I wasn't. <laughs> I was sitting in my bedroom playing Destiny. But, like, I got to believe <laughs> I was being a sad boy. But but Trilogy has legitimately some of my favorite songs of all time. His cover of Dirty Diana is better than the original. I said it. I said it. I'll say it again. It's better than the Michael Jackson version. Um... He has a song called 28 that's really, like, melodic. So it's kind of like, it gets me into, like, a trance. He has House of Balloons, which is a which is just straight up, like, a dance rave song. It's got, oh, so good. It's so good, dude. Yeah, uh, I hadn't really listened to any of The Weeknd until you started recommending me different um, The Weeknd albums. And I found that I liked him quite a bit. Um, thought he was Beauty good. Behind the Madness is his big one. That's the one that, you know, can't feel my face in the hills and stuff. And it has my favorite weekend song ever and often because he says, baby, I can make that pussy rain often. You know, I just, I really feel that, you know, I really, I really, I really vibe with that ideology. Um, but the most recent album, not, nope, nope, not the most recent hour, after hours. That's probably the one that like has the most, most broad appeal, which I don't, I respect. I love the weekend. I love everything he's ever done. I don't give a shit. To be fair, because I listened to like four of the weekend albums all in a row, I would have a really difficult time telling what song is from what album because it's just like one long four album. Yeah, I've done that with a few bands before and it just becomes a muddled mess. Basically, any rock band from the 80s, you can do that with. Just kind of big time. It's on one of the albums that you they because back then they put out an album a year. So it was just like boom, 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 boom. You're just like, yeah, all right. It's one of them. I'll take it. But yeah, Trilogy is insane. If you ever want to have a really sad time, listen to Trilogy. Is that a we good selling point? We can listen to it together and we can be sad together. I would love that. While the girls are out by the pool till 4 a.m., we'll listen to the Trilogy and go to bed. Sip yeah. wine. Yeah, yes. There you go. Yes. While they're I out there until 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. Keeping us up. I know. Uh, I can't live with them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> what is your number two? 
Okay, so this one's only number two because I had another song that I really so wanted, I, or another album that I really wanted to make number one. I think we have the same number one, and if your number two is my number one, I'm going to be heartbroken. So I'm just going to. We don't. We don't have the same number one. I can tell you for a fact that we don't have the same. Well, then, number if your one. number two is not my number one, I'm actually not going to be heartbroken. I'm going to be straight up irate. Uh, interesting. That's an interesting thing, and you're making me feel as if I probably <laughs> completely forgot about an album that I really, really love. <laughs> No, maybe uh, not. Let's see what happens. My number one is... No, no, number uh, two, number two, number two. I'm just going to say my number one's my number one because it's an album that I like share with a couple other people as oh, their number one. Oh, I well. got nervous. Um, um. My number two is By The Way by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, All which... right. You know what? I'm not mad because that album is fucking phenomenal. It's a long album. It's 16 tracks long. I just looked that up. Um yep. A lot of these tracks, I'm, it's definitely an album that I would listen to the whole way through without stopping um, or skipping any sort of songs. Uh, it's got By the Way from it, which is a phenomenal song. It's got the Zephyr song, which everybody loves. It's got Can't Stop, which is amazing. It's right. got uh, Cabron, Can- which I personally really like. Cabron um, is incredible. Doesn't that uh, one also ben- have Don't... Venice Queen is also really good. Doesn't um, that one have Shoot Your te- Television? Uh, throw Away Your Television. Throw Away Your Television. One. Sorry. Throw Away it's got like uh three songs about their original lead guitarist who overdosed uh so it's got that going on with it yeah Yeah. (laughs) gotta love when they hit you with that dude they wrote like scar tissue wrote like seven songs about it scar tissue isn't from this one that's californication right uh that is californication which is Um, another deserving to be on anyone's list album that's incredible yeah, so going into that a little bit, um, there's a couple of Red Hot Chili Peppers albums that I could easily make a top five well, also. My, so I my had to first, pick my favorite of them. My first honorable mention was, um, before I removed it because it was cheating, was all of the Red Hot Chili Peppers albums. I was like, I'll put them all just right in honorable mention, just from from, from uh, mm-hmm. uh, the first one, which was, I think, self-titled, all the way through till the most recent one, which I haven't even heard yet. I don't care. It's on the list. But uh, I, is the I first one that. self-titled, or is the first one is um, Freaky Deaky? Is the first one Freaky Deaky? I don't know. Uh, I know that their second one is the Uplift Mofo Party Plan, uh, uh, which they released in like '87, and I don't remember what their first album was. Yeah, the very first one, '84, was uh, uh, self-titled. The second one was Freaky oh. Styly. The third oh. one was Uplift Mofo Party Mother's oh. Milk, Blood Sex, One Hot Minute, Captain Bubble. I was all I was all over the place with that album yeah. order. Yeah, yeah, but that's all right. Anyways, um, I'm going to look up the track list really quick for By The Way because I think it has my favorite song. It's worth looking at because every one of these songs is good. Okay, Not it doesn't, but it does speaking. have Universally Speaking, which is so good. And Dost, Dost is insane. Okay. That is the second song on this album uh, about their lead guitarist's overdose. I think and it kind of puts it right in the title there. And the one right before it is also about it. Uh, so, you know, they, they hit you hard right at the beginning with it. So if I had to gun to my head, by the way, I, I, I'd have a really tough time taking it over Californication. Because it has Around the World, Parallel Universe, Scar Tissue, Other Side, Get on Top, like Porcelain, Purple Stain, which is my personal favorite Red Hot song of all time. No, it's, it's my second. It's my second. It's my second. It's not my number one. It's second. <clears throat> Which is just a testament to the Red Hot Chili Peppers as a band, because I would also very easily put... I'd put Californication in the top five, yeah. no doubt. I would also put 
uh, Stadium Arcadium in the top five. Well, it's funny. I was just, when the new album came out, my Google Now feed was flooded with um, Red Hot Chili Peppers articles, you know, this, that, and a bunch of them were like ranking their art, lit, uh, ranking their albums and ranking songs and blah, 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 blah. And one of them I read was, uh, how bad is, uh, or no, is the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album as bad as the rest of their discography? And I was like, I was mad, <laughs> but you've got me. And I clicked on it. And this author, dude, this writer, not author, hated the Red Hot. He thought they were the most nonsensical garbage ever. He put a bunch of lyrics from the new album, which to be fair, yes, Anthony Kiedis does just string words together for fun sometimes. But when he does, that's the point of that song. It's not like yeah. he's trying to be profound. He is stringing together funky words because they're a funky band. They are. I mean, a lot of the time they're just a jam band, and sometimes they're just really profound with their lyrics too. Yeah. Um, one of, a, a friend that I have that really doesn't like them refers to them as dude bro anthem rock, and uh, it's really reductive to what they do, but yeah, they're I, also dude bro anthem rock. I don't sure. think I would call them bro anthem rock. I think I would call them like dude bruh anthem rock because bro rock is like Godsmack. Godsmack is the uh, band equivalent of a tribal bicep tattoo on a white dude. That's bro Trying. rock. Yes, I, I totally agree. So so I would call them bruh rock, like Californian bruh. surfer bruh rock. I'm that's good a, enough with that. That's a good way to put it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> a lot of people don't like them for the same reason a lot of people don't like Sublime, who I also really like. Yeah, Sublime's, I'm actually really pissed I didn't put Sublime on my list anywhere. They're in uh, the not worthies. It's 40 uh, ounces of freedoms in my not worthies. There 40 ounces of freedom. I should have put yeah. 40 ounces of freedom. Well, so the catch with with Sublime is that most of their albums were uh, rehashing songs off older albums together because they didn't come up with new content that often, or new songs that often. I don't know why I said content. Um, so, like, uh, uh, Two Joints is on, like, three of their albums, and, like, Jail Time's on, like, three of their albums and whatever, so whatever. But anyways, Sublime's incredible. All right, uh, my number two. So, my number two is the greatest rapper alive. I stand by that. I might be a little off kilter, but I don't give a shit. It's 2014 Forest Hill Drive by J. Cole. If not the greatest, a top five hip-hop album of all time. 2014 Forest Hill Drive is my favorite hip-hop album, bar none. Doesn't even come close. Doesn't even come close. Uh, But... But J. Cole is not, like, the fastest lyricist. He doesn't have the most, like, you know, bass-heavy beats. He's not, like, uh, 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 he's not, he's a little preachy, which I personally hate, but for some reason I like it with J. Cole. He's a little preachy. But, like, total package-wise, in terms of, like, traditional hip-hop, yeah, I'm in. J. Cole's number one. J. Cole's number one. He's number one. I don't, I don't gotta say it. So, I kind of got, um hip-hop 101 over the past like two to three years and got caught up with like what people consider good modern hip-hop uh monks which i listened to all in a row j cole kendrick lamar uh, classics yeah bunch bunch of different stuff all in a row yeah. um and i really like j cole quite a bit i listened to like uh also like just... four or five of his albums all in a row as another like a uh, disclaimer, I understand that underground hip hop is huge and has so many names that I've probably never heard of that have more talent than anyone in the world. I get that. We're talking about, you know, 
the ones that are in everyone's faces, the big ones, the ones that that quote unquote made it. But yeah, J Cole's fucking. I oh, personally and, uh, put him above Kendrick. Myself, uh, I know. I know a lot of people put Kendrick number one. And I get that, but no. That's a that's an interesting number two choice. Um, like I said, uh, hip hop to me, I just recently started getting into like what people are listening to now. Uh, well, when you put like think... Fleetwood Mac and the Killers on your top five, it's not shocking to see that that hip hop is is isn't like a regular. Yeah, um, I think it. I think I started listening to more hip hop uh, when Mosher started having me listen to Logic, and then uh, he I loves tra- Logic. He loves Logic a lot, and then I transitioned from uh, Logic to um, good music to Kendrick Lamar, and then J Cole came after Kendrick Lamar. Um, then I was listening to a lot of Joyner Lucas at one point, which you recommended oh, me. And Joyner. yeah. I'm 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 the guy who introduced Joiner to everyone around here. Uh, my buddy Craig, he he thanks me all the time for showing him Joiner. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, all right, uh, your honorable mentions are up next. Just do them both. You know, one, two, boom, pop. All right. Um. So number one, I've been listening to a lot of the Foo Fighters lately. Uh, and I oh yeah, Foo Fighters isn't one of my favorite bands. Uh, but they do have one of my favorite albums. Which is uh, the color and the shape it, they released in 1997. I personally think it was uh, the best album they did. Um, is that the one it's that a, has? Um... Uh, it has the song "Doll" on it. It has "Monkey Wrench" on it. Um, that's Monkey a song Wrench. that most I'm people. I'm thinking of the song where the music video they're on a plane and he's uh, and Dave Grohl's a stewardess. Oh, I know the music video you're talking about, but I can't pin what song that is. It's uh, a very yeah, it's a very video. trippy one, but I'll, I'll I'll pull it up really quick. Everlong, Everlong. Yep, yep. Uh, that is there from is. that album, which um, is probably their biggest song. It's by far their biggest song, I think. Yeah. Um, well, they also had like "Best of You." "Best of You" was huge. "DOA" was big for a while. "Learn to Fly" was big. "The Pretender" um, was their like comeback. It was in. What if I, I say think, I'm not like the others? What I I love that song. I love that. Me song. too. And I also love that part of Dave Grohl, like where as as a vocalist, his like where he's just yelling into the mic thing because it's just it's what that rock genre was when he was coming yeah. up in it. And he it's learned it, that straight up from Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain was like, "Don't worry about your singing voice. Like, worry about your voice, and you can tell." That's why I actually really I have a big problem with live albums. I have no problem with Foo Fighters live albums because even though it doesn't sound the same at all, it's just Dave Grohl screaming at his mic, and I'm like, "I'm in." And also, uh, I watched one of their live concerts uh, recently on YouTube. And their energy and just the way he loves being up on stage in front of a crowd, it's really, it's just great to see. Yeah, I'm a, I, I, I told you this the other day, and I definitely still stand by it. My, my only problem with Foo Fighters, and it's not a problem, but it's my problem, is they're just pop nirvana. They're pop grunge. And that's cool. Yeah. And that's why I love the songs they make. But whenever I get like a hankering for, it's kind of like how I was talking about earlier. When I hear, uh... When I hear, like, Sugar, We're Going Down, I want to play From Under the Court Tree. When I hear Everlong, I want to go play Nirvana. Like, it, it pushes me to me to Nirvana. And, and that really is the thing, is that uh, Nirvana had the it factor, which was Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And the Foo Fighters really got cobbled together from the remnants of Nirvana. They even took yeah. Nirvana's bassist and did albums with him afterwards. Yeah. And Nirvana was just Kurt Cobain, a bassist, and a drummer. Yeah. So that uh, was two out of three members of Nirvana. 
the recording guitarist is also the main guitarist for uh, Foo Fighters. The guy who wears yep. the gloves. Pat he was Smear just a, is his yeah, name. He was a uh, recording guitarist for Nirvana. He was there, but he wasn't one of them, you know? He just, like... Re- so... Um, uh, he yeah. also was from a band called The Germs, originally, who I haven't listened to at all, but that's where Pat Smear comes from. I've never even heard of him, but that sounds neat. It's like, early grunge punk stuff from right. the 80s. And what's your other honorable? Uh, Late Registration by Kanye West. I'm sad... I didn't think it was going to be your number one, but I'm sad it didn't make the list. Uh, it was really... I. It was on my list in spots... I rearranged my list like four separate times today. I had uh, dude making these lists is hard. It's not like I, just a simple put them in five and call it. Like it's tough. At one point I had it at two, and at one point I had it at three, and then I moved it out into the honorable mentions, and then I moved my beautiful sick twisted dark fantasy or whatever into oh, uh, that one. That's what I think is his best album. I've we I've talked about that for hours. I think technically it's his best album, but um, when I hear late registration, it's just a lot of nostalgia uh, wrapped up in it. Yeah. I listen to this album like a million times in the car with Mosier. I listen to this well, it has album the best like skits. Mil- I, it has the best skits, I, and that's that's what I was thinking it's, about when you It's the about only skits, album I've ever liked that has skits because they're it's it's. I actually I can't even come up with like a justification or excuse. I, I got nothing. I hate skit albums. I like this one for some reason. Deal with it. Bro, did bro, did bro, graduation bro, bro. not have skits? I can't remember. We got um, it. Uh, graduation? No. It might have had I, I a remember, skit, but it didn't have skits like consistent. I remember listening to this with Steve Beckley, like just a lot of stuff that. You well, know. and it had some of like what are still like immediate Kanye bangers. Obviously, Gold Digger heard him say "Touch the Sky." Um, like it still has straight straight to your dome, Kanye. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can totally make it agree. better is one of my favorite kanye songs that i don't know like i know it but until i'm listening to late registration i don't like if i'm making a kanye playlist no the minute i hear it though i'm like oh this needs to be in my list or crack music yeah. is also very good crack music is also very good graduation was a really good album too um i just want to throw that in there i, I could Love easily put that in my top five as well and also um uh, beautiful twisted sick dark etc etc <laughs> <laughs> i i like 808s and heartbreak probably before late registration or graduation 808s is, so is awesome yeah 808s is awesome 808s is just it's just awesome but uh yeah no uh late registration's phenomenal i got no complaints if it's a kanye album i'm good with it kind of like how i joked about well which leads me to actually perfect segue into my honorable mentions so remember how i said i removed best of red hot chili peppers my first mm-hmm. honorable mentions was best of red hot chili peppers or not best of was all of red hot chili peppers and all of metallica because those are my two favorite bands of all time Metallica's oh i'm really band. i'm actually really surprised that metallica didn't make your top five list it's just i thought for sure that they would because as a discography if we're doing a top five just artists yeah they're number one for me metallica is my favorite thing ever but like a single album it, it, i don't really have one of those for metallica i just want to listen to any and all of it that shows up i don't really pick in usually it's ju- a jumble it's a jumble um, when i was um when i was talking to my coworker matt about doing this podcast later i said specifically i'm gonna be shocked if kevin doesn't have metallica in his top five <laughs> it's not even in my honorable mentions either so because and because Oof. i can't pick an album because none of their albums stand out in that way in my mind i've never listened to them as an album i've always listened to them as like going to so either a i had all of the discography because i pirated it so i just played it or b i would do like a uh a, a spotify slash pandora station of all of metallica and it would show up when it did however it did and i was happy with it 
So it was never an album band for me. Uh, but my first honorable mention is uh, is a similar to You're Not Worthy's. Google Play was giving away one weekend for free. Best of Phil Collins. And I snatched oh. that bitch up for free. And Franny and I listened to it in the car for like three years straight. It is incredible. It is such a good album. Actually, if I can find it in my Google Play, I would even pull it up to show you. Uh, Phil Collins is the man, and you know how I had said that I wanted us to go see uh, Genesis before they stopped touring. They, they already ended. Their ended. Tour. Yeah, they ended their tour I've read that story. article, and I was like, "Well, that's not that's not nice." Because because I particularly like Phil Collins. The man's a legend. Uh, nobody can go harder on a Disney track than that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he does. I also, Tarzan soundtrack's incredible. I also have some Phil Collins vinyl. Um, I really like Phil Collins quite well, a bit. Well, like, in, uh, on there was, like, uh, uh, Susu Studio, In the Air Tonight, Against All Odds, You Can't Hurry Love, my personal favorite, Easy Lover. Like, it just, Phil Collins, Easy Co- Lover's take my favorite, home. too. Take, take me home. You don't uh, remember. So that's, good. That's so funny, because Easy Lover is also my favorite Phil Collins It's book. incredible. It's him and Billy Ocean, right? It's such yeah. a jam. She's it's an such easy a jam. Lover. She'll get a hold on you. Believe. You can't help but feel like good. It's so good. Even though it's not a it's not an uplifting song at all. <laughs> but you know. But it is. Right, but, but it, it is. is. Yeah. Um and then my uh second HM is actually also kind of a cheat because it's not an album, is the uh Kwai Stone Mountain mixtape from Childish Gambino. So it it was originally released uh, online for free. It was a Kawhi EP, which is like a mini album, and the Stone Mountain mixtape, which is a compilation of unfinished songs. And he released them together as the Kawhi Stone Mountain mixtape. But for whatever reason, and I don't know why, only the Kawhi EP made it onto things like Spotify. So you couldn't find the mixtape unless you either A, found it on his website for free, or B, torrented it after the fact like I did. Um, and the reason I like it so much is I've got big beef with Childish Gambino. I'm not a huge fan. I used to be. I, I was like a fucking... I like him. When, because the internet came out, I was like a mega fan. Um, I love him plenty, but I think he's... I think his rap is dramatically overrated. I think his songwriting and production is incredible, which he does have one of the best producers of all time helping him. But either way, um, so things like uh, Redbone is... phenomenal and that that album i can't remember what it's called is incredible and because the internet's way better than camp camp's garbage i don't care if people have nostalgic feelings for it it's a bad album uh but anyways the Kawhi stone mountain mixtape was exactly the two halves the stone mountain mixtape is just aggressive gangster rap for the sake of it it's it's not corny puns and all that shit like it has some of that fine but it's just aggressive gangster rap and then the Kawhi ep is his sing-songy which he eventually became much more known for um and sober came off the Kawhi uh ep so that album's just it's incredible dude it's so good it's so good uh i um just just to throw this out there too um I almost threw Hamilton onto my honorable mentions because that stuff is good. That's what no, it's good. Okay. Yeah, that stuff I, is good. I I can't, and I know this Allie, is. Ali listens to it a lot, and I hear it a lot, and uh, it gets stuck in your head, and it's good. Just it is not. It is not a. I am not saying this because of the subject matter, although that could be misconstrued immediately. I cannot listen to Lin Manuel Miranda without immediately believing that it's my fifth grade science teacher. And I'm just like... That's really funny. 
Well, he's it's it's just it, immediately I'm just like, oh, he's trying to relate to me as a youth, <laughs> which I'm not a youth anymore. But you know what I mean? Like, that's the vibe it gives off to me instantly. Yeah, Mr. McCarty was the one that uh, <laughs> that I remember doing that the most because he did like a whole he did a whole thing with um we didn't start we didn't the start fire. the fire yeah yeah and he, he, he challenged sure, everyone sure to learn the words and that, stuff that's that's what yeah. yep and what's the difference between uh, Mr. McCarty and Lin Manuel a uh, Tony no it's just a Tony <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference but um, that's 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 mine so. Creme de la creme. Piste de la resistance. All right, you're not going to relate to this one at all. I'm um, very mad that our number ones aren't the same, but it, we'll get there. When I hear yours, I'll probably be mad at myself for not doing it. No, you won't. Uh, you won't, trust me. It's okay. But I was already... Um, I had talked to Lucas about this one a couple of times because this is one of Lucas's favorite albums. And also, um, Caleb Mandeville's girlfriend, Anne... Uh, loves okay. this album and this band in a way that she's the only other person besides me that i've had like this band like this um and i've seen this band in concert they're the best concert i've ever seen uh and just once we were like listening to music and she put on this album uh and i was like you know this album and she's like this is my favorite album and i was like this is my favorite album i've never heard someone say that before and all right so, hold on uh, always... hold on you saw them in concert and aside from yep. grassroots I it wasn't a grassroots concert. No, no, I know. I was saying aside from that, I don't know you as much of a concert goer, so I have to really. I used me... to. Be, I used to go to a lot. I've I've seen a bunch of bands in concert. I see. I saw like the Decemberists in concert. Never uh, a bunch heard of, of them. Doesn't people. count. I like the Decemberists. Um, They're not real. Actually, one of their albums almost made my list. All right, I'm gonna take a complete shot in the dark. I'm just gonna guess. I'm just gonna guess. Uh, I have to go look it up. I know it's not Lenny Kravitz, which is a shame. Oh man, it's Lenny Kravitz here. Ugh, no, I God. wish, dude. I have been ever since you showed you showed me that it ain't over till it's over was his song. I didn't know that was his song, and I've been listening to just Lenny Kravitz on Spotify because everything else he's done I fucking love. But I didn't know that was a song, and now I have a new Lenny Kravitz song to listen to on top of all the stuff I love. So it's like the perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect like rolling. Lenny Kravitz is phenomenal and definitely he deserves is, a place in so one good. of these lists. Is your number one hopes and fears? Nope. By Keen. Uh, nope. All right, that's all. That's my only guess. I'm not going to waste uh, my time. It's self-titled album by Third Eye Blind. Um, I hate Third you I... and everything about you as a person. Yeah, so... Uh, I hope definitely... your kids never learn how to read. That's what I have so, to say about that. Yeah, so I'm 100% <laughs> sure that none of my favorite music is related to any of your favorite music. Like, oh. when it comes down to the... When we split <laughs> it, when we part... When we uh, part the seas like Moses and your uh, music and my music is on one side, and then we meet in the middle for all the things that we know we love. Yeah. Uh, our favorite music is not. Is Remember not when I brought up milk toast? This is you're you're just like what is what is milk toast mean to me? Hold on, <laughs> let me give you my favorite bands. Uh, here's Third Eye Blind and Fleetwood Mac and the Little Killers. Yeah, so when you really carve down to the core of me, I think that what you can what you can say is that I am milk toast. I embody yeah, yeah. a lot of things that are milk toast. Uh, I love I love indie music. I love uh, uh, pop punk music. I love that. Just kind a of big shit, fan. Man. Just a big so, fan. You probably some, like Green Day. Some of my favorite music from the '90s and the 2000s. I actually know for a fact that American uh, Idiot is one of your favorite albums. 
Yeah, it didn't make this list <laughs> because I was embarrassed. But <laughs> Thank you. You should have on... done that for a few of these. It was on my list that I was whittling down, and I was like... <laughs> I, I remember but, but, how much we listened to that album because you loved it growing up. And so, I won't lie, so, I got into it at the time. So there are two lists I could have made. I could have made the list that I would have said that people would have agreed with. And then I could make the <laughs> list that was honest to me. <laughs> that was and this, true. That was true to your heart? Okay. And this is the this is the true to my heart list. You know I what? Third Eye Blind self-titled album. Normally also, people would respect that. I don't. So Lucas and I went and saw these guys in concert, oh, no. and um, and they had a crazy energy to that concert. It was phenomenal. The people loved it. It was the best concert I've seen, and I have actually seen quite a few concerts. I've seen a lot of bands in concert, uh, not as many big bands as you probably. Did they um, put Did they put cream in their tea at intermission? Was it that kind of like raging? And then out? they threw it on the audience, and everybody. <laughs> yeah, and loved everybody... It. Oh man, is this Earl Grey? And everyone <laughs> lost their mind, and it was really crazy. When they, when they played, when they played "Semi Charmed Life," and he busted <laughs> yeah. out the, and he busted out the T-shirt cannon. The crowd went. Oh, no nah, one knew I'm what to kidding. do with themselves. No, nah, there was no T-shirt cannon, but they did play "Semi Charmed." I will say that one of my favorite songs ever is a cover of a Third Eyed Blind song, so I don't really get to get off scot free. What song? A uh, bed light for blue eyes does a version of jumper that is so much better than theirs. Oh, um, but but yeah, theirs so... is fine. That's the one song from Third Eye Blind I like. That's the one. And then someone else did it in a different way that I like more. Well, so a lot like the Killers, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Uh, this is a B track band. Most of my bands are B track bands. Most bands I like are B track bands where uh, people are like, "You like that band?" And then they know maybe two or three at max, like four songs. But I've listened to like three different albums, and this is a band that I like you know a lot of the I stuff can't they do even, on the side. I can't even act tough. One of my favorite bands ever is Nickelback, and that's because their non-hit songs are actually kind of awesome. So I, well, I, I, so I guess I'm in, the same, I'm in the same. I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat. So when I was going through my own list, I was looking at this, and I was like, oh, "Like nobody's going to know this music. Nobody's going to know a lot of what is my favorite stuff." I cut out albums from this because I was like, "Nobody's even going to know who that band is." Um, like the Decemberists. The Decemberists was an example. I cut away an album called Castaways and Cutouts. I saw the Decemberists in concert, and they were phenomenal. They're also a B-track band, so uh, a lot of my stuff is B-track stuff, and yeah. Third Eye Blind is a, a really good B-track band. Um, I'll, that's my I'll number do... one. I'll do you. I'll do you an uh, an honest effort, and you know what? We'll do a Spotify session next time you have a slow day at work, and I'll check out the self titled Third Eye Blind. Okay. That's that's great. Um, like like I said, it's one of Lucas's favorite albums. It's one of uh, Anne's. It's Anne's favorite album. It's my favorite album. You're I think not it might naming even be, people to add credence to this. No offense. It might even Luther be. Anne. Well, to be fair, I'm also pretty sure that if you threw Lucas uh, at this list, his list would probably be almost the same as mine. No, it would, and it would upset me probably a little bit more because he might try to swing Dave Matthews Band on it, which is my least favorite band of all time. I like Dave Matthews. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you do. I get violently <laughs> mad at Dave Matthews being played around me. I hate Dave. I can't explain it. No, I can't explain it, but I'm not going to right now. Maybe I'll do a top five most hated bands because best believe I got like 30. And there are. I was trying to. I was trying like to Coldplay. explain. Coldplay, huh? Interesting. <laughs> 
I, you I, love I to, play. You son I'm, of a bitch. I'm just trying to glide past all these things that I love that you hate. I'm trying to salvage this. Yeah, um, okay, fair, fair, fair. I was explaining to my coworker or Matt. Bon Jovi. Uh, how, I don't really like Bon Jovi that much. Uh, I don't know. I can move past that one easily. Okay, good. Uh, I was uh, explaining to my coworker Matt that people hate the Dave Matthews band and that there's a really big douchebaggy stigma around them. And that was bro alternative music. He was floored by that, and he was like, <laughs> "I love the Dave Matthews band," oh, and then no. proceeded to listen to the Dave Matthews band for like three days. Oh, now I hate Matt. Oh no. <laughs> I uh, cannot... all right. oh. okay, so here's my number one. And I'm fr- frankly, um you know, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Uh you should know my number one. It's from my second favorite band of all time. We talked about this m- multiple times we talk about this. My number one Are you, is... are you asking me to guess it? Go, you I'm know what? Take a guess. shot. No, I'm just gonna embarrass myself. Go on. No no, no you you know it. That's the problem. I know you know it. I know, but I got a mental block on it now, and I'm trying to like hyper focus on it, and I'm coming up. What with if I've said we've already named it? Uh, nope, doesn't do anything for me. I have, uh, <laughs> I have my memory is terrible. <laughs> my number one is Stadium Arcadium by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh wow, that's that is actually that is the best album for me to listen to because a there's no reason why forty songs should be this good this consistently. That is way too long of an album to stay that good. Two, it has snow on it. And how can you argue against snow? Go ahead, try. Try and argue against snow. Can't do it. Can't do it. You can't argue against snow. It is incredible. Tell me, baby. And obviously things like Wet Sand, which is insane. Slow Cheetah, which is insane. Like Torture Me, which is really good. Oh, Storm in a Teacup, me. which is phenomenal. Oh, so it it it's it's funky red hot chili peppers turned down which makes it a little bit more accessible um they tried to do some new stuff on that album too that they hadn't done in other albums like in terms of um like big ensemble large concept songs yeah yeah they definitely it was more layered it wasn't just how funky can the bass line be and how incredible can the guitar be it was like well what if we add extra instruments and we fill out the sound a little bit more and it, it's just I love I love Stadium Arcadium in a way that is I couldn't pick between the two because I don't know which songs are on the two. It's what um, Mars and uh, Jupiter. Uh, yep, that's right. I think it is Mars and Jupiter. Um, I'll pull it Mars. up right here. Yes, Mars and Jupiter. So, oh my God, and we're idiots. The the lead single off of this album that blew up like you wouldn't believe, Danny California is yeah. is just it's For just a classic. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, Strip My Mind was really good. Uh, She's Only 18 was good. Hump to Bump is awesome if you want funky. Charlie's good. Desecration Smile, hard to concentrate. Ready Made for that bass line. And then he goes in. Uh, oh, it's so good. Turn It Again, Death of a Martian? This should have so, been your number one, Charles. So, like I said, I swapped out. There's like three Red Hot Chili Peppers for albums. For Third that I was Eye Blind? In. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, you said you'll give him a chance. We'll I know, I did. You, you know what? You'll see if on, you can like him. On the next podcast, whether it be my solo <laughs> podcast or it be the next one I get to do with Jeff again, which is, uh, by the way, it's Guys We Go Gay For, um, which uh, we put out the other one previously, um, I will bring my my uh, uh, impressions of self-titled Third Eye Blood. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing it. I, I um, do my best. 
I might do a whole solo cast about how mad I am at you for making me listen to it. That might be what happens. You're going to make me spiral with Third Eye Blind. And then I'm going to, I'll listen to that solo cast. I'm curious <laughs> to see how that goes, too. You know what? It's worth it. right. Yeah, we'll send it. Maybe I just did this for the extra content. <laughs> I appreciate it. So yeah, that. no, it's, it's as long as it gets someone there. Um, yeah. So, so just, so this, this album, um, I also has a lot of like really, really, um, personal memories with friends. So I listened to it with you a lot and I've listened to it with Greg Bochamp, who was my best friend throughout the end of high school. Um, as we grew a little bit more, more, more distant from each other at that point in time. Um, Greg loved Red Hot Chili Peppers and he was a big inspiration on why I got into them the way I did. And this album he got, I don't know if he got it day one, but he got it really early and then he let me borrow it and oh, I just love it. I love this album. I love I love it. So it's it's a it's a little bit corny in that it has extra it's not just that I love the songs, which I do, because honestly Californication and by the way are maybe albums like are are are, are they're tighter, right? Because they're because they're smaller. It's tighter and every song's you know they are they're even smaller. Those... Which which to be fair, even the by the way album was like sixteen tracks long. Yeah. That's long for an album, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers have a history of putting out exceptionally long albums. Yeah, so you know they're a little bit tighter, and I might like them a little bit more in like a in like a really small sample. But um, in terms of what it means to me overall, I mean, yeah, Stadium Arcadium. The amount of they're times also... I played Danny California on Ryan's Rock Band is I, mm-hmm. I, is just. I everyone was like everyone picks a song and people are going through and picking all these songs and they're just like oh Kevin's gonna play Danny California again I'm like yeah you're fucking right I am they are one of the bands that I need to see in concert that I will be really disappointed if Can I we not if talk they about go that through right their now? career right a uh, friend and the wedding and the yep the whole thing Wouldn't I was finally gonna be able to this year. Yep. This is the first time, and I've never seen him before either. And I am with you, and I and 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 my best friend out here bought me tickets, well, us tickets for me and him. And then wow. Ryan, I think on the fourth try, actually set a wedding date. That was me. Uh, but for serious, it's bullshit that this is the one where it happened. Let's uh, let's double down and see if the two of us combined can do some kind of manipulative maneuvers <laughs> that can move this wedding a day in one direction or the other. Yeah, I'll get know. tickets too, and we'll go. Uh, we can honestly probably, we're going to the, the, this was for Boston, September 19th or whenever Ryan's wedding is. Um, mm-hmm. but they're doing a whole tour. We might be able to find a show in New York City sometime or like Let's before try then or something. I'm, yeah. I'm super into that. Like, and if we can, I, I, I have to tell Jake cause I have to see it with Jake too. We, we can do a whole thing out of it. They are the main band that if I don't get to see them in concert at some point they're, in my life, I'm going to be really They're the last myself. one on my bucket list. Thanks to Jake, actually. Um, fucking... I love Jake. Uh, thanks to Jake, I've seen J. Cole, I've seen Tenacious D, and I've seen Metallica. I've seen three of the big ones I gotta see. Red Red can't go can't go uh, off to the wayside like this. It can't happen. It can't happen. I've seen a lot of pretty milk toast concerts myself. <laughs> I don't want to hear December, about the concerts. Third Eye Blood. No, no, I don't want to hear about it anymore. Uh, rusted Root. I've seen Rusted Well, Root. Rusted Root's pretty tight, I'm going to be honest with you. I would rusted love to Root's see great, them. and I saw them like two or three years at Grassroots. They were yeah, really Yeah, I would like that a lot. I uh, saw two out of three of the Dixie Chicks at Grassroots. Yeah, we're done with this podcast, so <laughs> thanks for listening to the latest installment of Men in the Machine, list episode number, I don't know what, eight or nine or ten, with Charles, where we went over our top five albums. I'm Kevin. I'm Charles. See you next Tuesday.
can see, over here we have the Man of the Machine.